There's no depths criminals won't sink to in their attempts to get their hands on personal and banking information that they can further exploit. Our colleague Lynn Larson has uncovered yet another one, and it has not been widely publicized. Make sure you stick around until the end when Lynn shares tips on how you can protect yourself against this type of fraud. We want to share the story, even though it does not strictly have B2B implications, because we want to make sure that none of our listeners, viewers, their families, their friends, or their colleagues fall for this fraud. What's more, it demonstrates once again how innovative some criminals are in finding cracks in the process, weaknesses and vulnerability, and then taking full advantage. Hey guys, I'm Mary Schaefer from AP Now, the place where you go for all the latest business intelligence you need if you work in, manage, or have responsibility for the accounts payable or payment function. I'm joined today by Lynn Lawson, who many of you probably know, who runs Recharged Education, where she focuses on commercial card and B2B payment education. Lately, she's been doing a number of talks, mainly for us, on Zelle and Zelle fraud. But today, she's got a different type of fraud. Welcome, Lynn, and why don't you tell us about it? Okay, everybody fasten your seatbelts and take a seat, right? You know, the thing, Mary, I have to say right off the bat, you know, we, you just mentioned those Zell scams where we've done podcasts. Mm -hmm. Right. This is, this is different because mm -hmm. it did not start with somebody, I'll say a fraudster, mm -hmm. you know, posing as someone or, you know, approaching, communicating with an individual. This was an individual who got in touch with the fraudster and I'm sure the fraudster thought, woohoo, I've got a live one here. Right. <laughs> so yeah, th this isn't a B2B story, but I would think, you know, especially small businesses, you can probably have some takeaways from this. Yes. And uh. this one just boggles my mind. And I really just fell into it. You know, it was about a week ago when my senior citizen neighbor. So here we go. This is an elder fraud thing, but it can happen to anyone. It could happen to anyone. Oh, he, for sure. For sure. Yeah. But I, I get especially mad when we're dealing with the seniors. <laughs> me, too. me too. Well, he contacted me, you know, he jumps right in that he is trying to do something with a PDF application. And I'm like, whoa, 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 you know, time out. Well, what are you doing? <laughs> and he, he just said, well, I've been communicating with, with this guy and, and, and I just, I need to print this, this PDF that he emailed to me. I'm like, okay, you know, first of all, I'm trying to establish that it's not like one of those scams with Amazon or, or whatever, I'm, you know, where a fraudster is posing as, as something like that. So I'm like, oh, okay, you're, you are communicating with some. Great. So basically, my neighbor just needed help printing a PDF. You know, he's not real versed on, on all the computer stuff. And, you know, so I, I printed it up for him. He forwarded me the email and I was able to print it. And when I printed it, I'm looking at this thing and it, it's, it's called a, a trading account application, you know, a financial world thing. And so just knowing, you know, the, the vulnerabilities that, that do exist, you know, with seniors in particular, you know, I dared to say, you know, what are you working on? You know, I'm just curious. And he proceeds to tell me how he's trying to get rid of a timeshare that he and his wife had been using for decades, had, had enjoyed. But, you know, now that they're in their 80s, they just would really like to get rid of it. I said, okay. And then he goes on to tell me how he called the resort where the timeshare is located. And I don't know who he spoke with, but he did tell whomever that 
you know, he wanted to get rid of his timeshare because he and his wife were getting up there in, in years, which I guess I wouldn't tell people that no, right off no. the bat. Right. right. So whomever he was speaking with said, hey, Michael can help you. So he gets the contact information for the Google and ultimately had at least one, to my knowledge, maybe more extensive phone calls with Michael. And Michael said, well, you know, the, the resort is about to go public. I mean, he started to talk stock options and I might be a little fuzzy on all the details. And, you know, of course I'm getting this from Jim. Right. And, you know, the long and short of it is, well, if Jim were to set up an account with Michael's company, given the number of shares he possessed through his timeshare, he could, you know, walk away with roughly $80,000. Well, sounds great, doesn't it? You know, you get rid of the timeshare, you get a huge sum of money, you just have to get that account set up first. So, you know, again, I'm trying to help with just the technical aspects of printing a PDF and it, it, it goes down this rabbit hole. And this was a, on a Wednesday evening. And so I said, Jim, if you don't mind, can I just do a little research on this company? You know, just because, you know, there's so many different deals that, you know, there tend to be missing pieces. Right. And, and I didn't want to instill fear. I mean, certainly this could have been a legitimate business deal. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't, well, you know, I didn't want to slow be. him. It could be. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, the last thing I wanted was, you know, to slow him down if it was really legitimate. But just, mm -hmm. you know, I'm looking at this application by this time. It doesn't look very professional. You know, it was branded one way in the corner, but then it referred to a different company in the body of the application itself. So I thought, hmm, you know, I, I just don't know about this. So, you know, Jim agreed. Well, okay, you know, it, it's evening anyway, you know, look into it. Well, then it got to be the next morning. It was a Thursday morning. And I thought, you know, I've got this guy, this Michael's email. I'm going to just send and, and request some more information you know, even copying Jim, you know, just basically, you know, sounding nice, not, not mm -hmm. doubting anything, but, you know, just wanted more information about what this deal was. Well, then, you know, my neighbor was, was busy, you know, all day, you know, he was away from, from home, but a couple of times he contacted me saying, have you heard anything? You know, what do you think? I mean, he was, you could tell getting a little antsy. And I said, well, I haven't gotten any response from Michael yet, you know, but just there, there are certain things that maybe, you know, really aren't adding up at this point. So, you know, please don't do anything. Don't send any personal information. Right. Don't payment, don't do payments, you know, just the whole gamut, you know, don't do anything until I, I can maybe get some more information. You know, and the other thing that was disturbing besides the application looking, you know, kind of unprofessional, I mean, it asked for anything you can think of, date of birth, social security numbers, passport numbers. <gasps> Oh yeah. Passport numbers? Oh yes. my God. Yes. Yes. I mean, it was very extensive. So, and all right. So Jim's like, okay, well, then it got to be, you know, we're heading into the afternoon at this point. And I'm thinking, I have not heard back from Michael. And then, I, you know, I, meanwhile, you were too, not Michael's friend. Well, I mean, at this point we weren't enemies, but you know, it, it goes on from here. I mean, I'm researching, Googling, doing all sorts of internet um, searching of um, this guy, um, his email, um, you know, the, the company names referenced on the application. And I'm just seeing things that don't add up. In fact, at one point I came across a complaint 
um, online referring to um, one of the company names that I was um, looking up. And I thought, I just have a bad feeling. And so then I texted Jim saying, I just have, you know, some, some questions or I don't know. Again, I still didn't want to make Jim fearful, but I'm really starting to rev up in terms of my fear. And Jim doesn't respond, you know, and normally he's pretty quick with the texts. And I could see that he had read my text and he wasn't answering me. I thought, oh, shoot, I was just getting, it was a feeling, you know, Mary, I'm just getting panicked. <laughs> and so then I tried to call Jim and he didn't answer. I'm like, oh, my goodness. You know, I'm just really at this point getting nervous because the whole deal did not add up. And, and so then I even called Jim again, you know, about 15 minutes later, you know, this is late afternoon. And then Jim answers. And he said, well, I've been I've been on the phone with Michael. That's why I couldn't answer your call. And I and he said, yeah, I'm just on my way to the bank. I said, why are you going to the bank? <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, you know, he gave me routing information. I, I just need to get this payment off to him. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> How much was the payment? Um, well, he said it was four thousand. Okay. So, you know, whether that's true or maybe it was more, I, I don't know. And, you know, at this point, Mary, I said, or I thought to myself, I'm done trying to, to be, you know, tiptoe around it. I just said, Jim, I think this is a scam. And here is why. I said his email address doesn't quite match, um, you know, the, the company names that we're talking about based on the application. Um, you know, this he's pressuring you. He's calling right. you all day long pressuring you to, to make this deal. And, you know, the deal itself doesn't make sense. And, and he hasn't responded to my email. I said, please don't go to the bank, you know, and Jim's like, right. well, it's, it's, you know, pretty soon the banks are going to be closed. I'm like, I know, just, just wait, it can wait. <laughs> right. If it's legitimate, it'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, that's, I, I just, by this time I thought, oh my goodness, I'll, I'll go and, and throw myself in front of his door, whatever I have to do. Yeah. So I said, well, Jim, can, can I call Michael? You know, I see his phone number here, you know, it's part of that mm -hmm. email. Um, and, and I'll, I'll conference you in, you know, I'm not trying to do things right. without you. And so that's what I ended up doing. And, um, you know, I called and it, there was a receptionist person who answered and I asked for this, Michael. And, and of course she's saying, who's calling? And I'm saying, well, I'm calling on behalf of, you know, Jim, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, we're sitting there on hold. And then this man gets on the phone and I said, well, hi. And again, Mary, I, I was being sweet as pie. I said, well, hi, you know, did you get my email? Yeah. And he's, and he's like, well, you know, where's Jim? Well, Jim's on the phone. He's like, Jim, you know, I, I told you, you needed to get to the bank today. I'm like, well, just, just a minute here, just a minute. I said, you know, I'm just looking for some additional information. You know, if you can just reply to my email, I'm just trying to help Jim get through this deal, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, this Michael got agitated, quite agitated. I mean, his demeanor just changed and he didn't want to talk to me and he just really wanted to keep addressing Jim. And, you know, pretty soon it, it didn't take long, Mary, before he just abruptly hung up. He hung up? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. Yeah. I don't think he said goodbye, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought, okay. And then I called, I immediately, um, called Jim back separately. And I said, Jim, did you hear how agitated he got? You know, um, he's pressuring you. And, and again, you know, Mary, I'm going through the red flags at this yeah. point. I'm telling him more about what my research, you know, had shown. And I said, please don't go to the bank. 
And, you know, and so we hang up. Well, you know what happened? Can you guess? I mean, Michael then called Jim directly. Without and, you? Well, yes. And still Without tried, annoying Lynn? <laughs> <laughs> and still tried to get him to go to the bank. Um, you know, and, and at this point, maybe I'm losing um, the order of things, right. but you get the gist of it. Yeah. You know, he didn't want to talk to me, was really pressuring, um, you know, Jim to, to get this done because time's a tick and time's a tick. And, you know, and I had even said to Michael on the phone, I'm like, look, you know, we can get this done, you know, the next day, you know, it, it was just crazy. Um, you know, so I, I'm still, I, I felt like Mary that I was practically pleading, right. you know, and what just threw me for a loop. I mean, truly is that, you know, from the get go, I was telling Jim, please just wait, you know, and, and so many of these deals, just things don't work correctly. Again, I avoided using the word scam and, right. until later, uh, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, just, just give me some time and the power of the fraudsters. And at this point I'm calling him a fraudster, the power to get people to act immediately. You know, Yes. You know, and I mean, I'm a trusted neighbor. We have a good relationship. And, you know, yet what this Michael was saying to him was making him act even after I said, wait. I mean, when I heard he was on his way to the bank, I think I screeched. You know, I'm like, going, no, no. <laughs> but I'll tell you something else. Somebody at the uh, timeshare company was complicit in this. Well, I, in fact, I even said to Jim, you know, because they'd enjoyed this um, resort, you know, for right. decades, I said, I don't know if the resort is a victim or, right. you know, if, if they're part of it, I don't know. I, you know, right. I, I didn't certainly want to bash the, the resort that they had loved for years, but, right. oh my gosh, yeah. that was, that was just, a, it was a doozy. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't God only knows it. what he was going to do with all that personal information too. Well, I did even ask, I said, did you provide this man any information? I mean, I, I know that, you know, again, Jim asked for my help with the PDF. And so I knew he wasn't um, probably, you know, um, tuned in to how to fill it in and scan it and you know, all that. But um, I thought, did he give it to him over the phone? To be honest, I, I don't know. Um, Jim was a little vague in answering me when I asked about that. And, you know, I didn't want to keep pushing into his business. I know. I hope he didn't. But who knows? Can, yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. So um, it, it's just there are so many red flags. Right. <laughs> so many red so flags. Lynn's got some tips for you on how you can protect your, yourself and or your organization in this type of an epi uh, incident. But before we get to that, if you like this episode, please give us a thumbs up. And if you please, if you loved it, please subscribe and give us a thumbs up. We produce new content for the channel three times a week. Tuesdays and Thursdays are devoted to payment and accounts payable issues. And unfortunately, that includes fraud. And Saturdays are reserved for Wordle. And hey, YouTube has made a funny little gif from the like button, which you can only see if you hit it. So please go ahead and hit it. All right, Lynn, back to you. I know you have a number of tips for our audience that they can use to help protect themselves. Can you share them? Oh, absolutely, Mary. And, you know, again, while this is a, a personal or an individual consumer case, um, it, it's just based on common sense that, you know, all businesses need to be using 
um, especially small businesses that right. maybe don't have, you know, all the different robust training programs that a lot of, you know, larger organizations do. Uh, you know, first and foremost, I mean, I just say, you know, research, don't act on anything, you know, that whole um, concept of uh, anything that sounds too good to right, be true right. probably I is. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, just take a few minutes to research. Right. You know, in this case, I mean, I know my neighbor, one, didn't for a minute think anything was amiss, you know, and, and that certainly was, um, you know, part of the issue. Um, but then even if he was wondering about it, I don't know how, um, you know, well-versed he is on different um, searches, you know, that he right. could have done to research it. So, um, you know, research. And I just started, again, looking at, um, in this case, the person's uh, email address. And it's not like it was a wacky one or anything. It wasn't um, a yahoo.com. No, 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 no. <laughs> See, that's just, yeah, yeah. It wasn't obvious. I mean, it was a, a business name, but it wasn't exactly like the company name referenced on the application. Well, I know I saw one, it was pay.pal.com. And oh, unless yeah. you were looking real close, it looked like PayPal. Well, and this it, this wasn't even like that either. Like the company name on the application, it was like three words, let's say. And oh. his email address just had two of them. I mean, it, it was pretty obviously different, even though some of the words, you know, were, were the were, same. Were the same. And, you know, I just even Googled that and it wasn't finding anything. And, and, you know, if you were to Google AP dash now in your case, I mean, it's going to find you. Right. Oh, and, yeah. And, yeah. And so then I was, um, you know, looking at that. And, so look at the email address. Right. Google Make sure it, it. matches. Right. Yep. yep. And then I was, of course, Googling the company name. You know, mm -hmm. I mentioned there was one type um, or one name branded on it. Another company was referenced in the body of the uh, application. Mm. I was Googling both of those. Mm -hmm. And that's how I stumbled upon that one um, complaint that I alluded to, mm -hmm. you know, and so that's another one. Um, the whole thing of acting now, acting now, pressure, hurry, right. hurry, you know, and right. in the business world, I think you can run into things um, potentially that look like vendors, you know, so right. to use a business example, if you've got the supplier that comes your way is offering you a far better deal than what you might be getting today on, on some type of commodity mm -hmm. or, or service. And, you know, it's the same type of thing, you know, mm -hmm. and if they're saying, well, you can't um, get this great pricing unless you just sign up today, it's the same sort of deal. I mean, you mm -hmm. just have to take a minute and say, no, mm -hmm. no, wait a second. So it, it's, it's Googling or searching. I don't, you know, it's not exclusive mm -hmm. to Google. Um, <laughs> but the other part to this is, all of the information was taking place via phone calls. Um, I don't think there was anything in terms of the details of the of the deal. I don't think anything was documented. Oh. It might have been in an email between them, but even that is not. Um, when you're talking, you know, um, shares and and eighty thousand dollars and and the and the removal or disposal, whatever term you want to use of a timeshare, there should be. There should have been a document. Document right terms conditions, right, disclosures, right, right, right. Uh, you know, to them when I found a, a website for also something that says no guarantees, because in the financial <laughs> markets, there are no guarantees. Well, right, right. Well, okay, so then on that note, too, when I got to the website of one of the company names, um, I mean, it just didn't look 
Well, one, you know, if you have um, you know different um, antivirus software like mm -hmm. a McAfee or something, mm -hmm. when I googled that, it found the the website. But um, oh, you got you, a, no a notice? <laughs> well, not a, not 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 stay away notice, but it was that question mark notice. Like, eh, okay, I don't know about this, and I thought, yeah. okay, if oh, this is a big reputable, website, yeah, <laughs> yeah, financial you know type of company, it really it should not be getting like that. This. Yeah, yeah. No. And so you get into the website and, you know, it had nothing of being like the FDIC insured, you know, it just, again, it, it, it didn't look right. right. I mean, all of these things, no deal, no documented um, terms, conditions, disclosures, and, and everything was about, you've got to do it now and go and wire money. Right. I mean, it, it just screamed, um, everything was wrong. It really was. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> That was pretty interesting, Lynn. Um, it's a shame that we have to talk about this so often because it seems to be like every time we turn around, there's a new fraud. Um, and, and for that reason, fraud has become a really important issue for our marketplace and I guess the, the uh, consumer market as well. And unfortunately, it one, it's one that is continually evolving and not necessarily in a good way. Right. So, you know, uh, in fact, let me add one more thing before you, yeah. you kind of wrap it up too. If, if, and this again, relates more to consumers, but if you're dealing with someone who is putting themselves forward as being a, a financial representative mm -hmm. and, you know, they claim to be registered with FINRA, you know, at least in the United States, mm -hmm. um, both FINRA and the SEC have tools on their website for anyone to access that you can look people and companies up that way. That's good to know. And, that's and so I just, I wanted to promote that too. So that's sort of a, a second layer of Googling, if oh, you will. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So Lynn has joined us for a number of fraud talks. And as we alluded to earlier, um, she's become somewhat of a Zell expert. She did a talk on Zell fraud, um, which you can listen to, or you can peruse our entire fraud playlist using links that will appear momentarily on YouTube and are in the show notes below. As always, we appreciate your thumbs up, your subscribes, your shares, and your comments. And a big thank you, Lynn, for coming to share this with our oh, audience. I, I want to get the word out. Thanks, Mary. Okay.